0: everyone, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's Anime Jam Session with your hosts, DJ Ranma S, Kuro Usagi, and Sailor Flair.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session episode number 68. I'm DJ Rama S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Sailor Flair. Kuro Usagi is on assignment or stuck somewhere in her rabbit hole. We
0: hope that she comes back soon. Yes,
1: she may be making an appearance tonight, if not tonight, sometime soon. Okay. We'll catch her in the next one. It's all else sales. Yeah, that made I have to put out fresh carrots. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's her favorite. Well, yeah. So, did you guys enjoy the long break? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty relaxing. Yeah, it was very nice. Same. I agree. I agree. So, what did everyone do for the holidays? Uh,
2: I had to work at uh, Christmas and New Year's.
1: Aww. That's bonus money, though.
2: Yeah, it was time and a half. I didn't think I would get it because I'm only part-time. But when I looked at my paycheck and saw that... I get a lot more than I thought I would. I'm like, hell, no, no problems here. There you go. Not
0: gonna question it. Mm Mhm.
2: I mean, sure, it was only for four hours, and it was still working on Christmas, which really took the piss out of the day. Would you
1: rather? Would you rather have been home or working? Um.
2: I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Okay. (laughs) I did get a 3DS for
1: Christmas, though. Nice. That's pretty cool. Mm Mhm. I think I'm going to end eventually get one on my tax return. I have like They're, they came down a lot.
2: I know. I, I, it kind of sucks that I didn't get it before, before the price drop because what they have is what's called the ambassador program, which lets you down, lets players who bought it before the price drop download like twenty some odd exclusive titles. Like they won't you won't be able to find them on the regular shop. And one of them is one of the Fire Emblem games, Sacred Stone, <sighs> and I freaking love the Fire Emblem series, and I'm pissed that I can't I can't download
1: it. Here. Yes, you can. Okay. There's a way to do it. Um, I think it's on Joystick or Kotaku. There's an article that shows you if you just got your 3DS, how you can actually go and download them.
2: Could you give me a link to that later? Because I want to focus on this, but uh, of course. I definitely want to check it out. I did get Link's Awakening DX, which another game I freaking love on a on the uh, mm. Game Boy.
1: Nice. I, I actually had that game. I don't know if I still have it or I might have sold it, but I, it was one of those where I wish I had actually gotten a chance to finish it.
2: It's, well, you, well, you know, it's, you know, over 15 some odd years old, so you already know the big twist about the story.
1: Actually, no, I forgot. It's a dream. Oh. <sighs> Just the, like uh, Super Mario 2.
2: No, no, the titular windfish, which you're trying to, well, uh, titular, the, the, uh, Windfish that you're tasked with awakening. It the island is apparently his dream, and Link's oh. just right. and one of the fan theories about about it because there's no, you know, concrete timeline for the Legend of Zelda series. There is a couple of games that are specifically say, yeah, this takes place before this. You know, occurring of time caused a split in the time in the in the uh, time stream. Mm-hmm. But uh, someone that like some people have theorized that. That because the, the end of the game shows Link like on a piece of driftwood looking up into the sky, that some people think that that's the last game in the series, and that version of Link just dies of exposure.
1: I, I just stopped trying to give up. I just gave up trying to see them explain the, the storylines and stuff like that. So. I, I like the storylines and the continuity and
2: the you know, mythos with them, so that stuff really interests me.
1: Okay. Okay, and what about you, Sailor Flair?
0: Oh, what I do for the holidays? Yup. Oh my God. It was like the all over Long Island tour for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. <laughs> Christmas Eve started out at my house. Then I went over to my boyfriend's house and then I had to come back. And then on Christmas morning, started at my house, went to my grandmother's, or my actually my aunt and uncle's house. And then I had to go over. Then Mike and I went over to his aunt's house and then he dropped me off back home. So it was literally the Long Island tour. <laughs> It was very crazy, but I got to meet a lot of his family and it was cool. And um, one of the cool gifts I got this year, like, you know, I, I kind of stopped focusing on like what I get, you know, because, you know, I'm kind of content with what I have right now, mm-hmm. but I've been asking for a, um, a new radio for my car for the past, like maybe, maybe like, like maybe like one or two birthdays or Christmases or whatever. And I finally got one.
1: Sweet. Does it have, yeah. does it have an AUX jack to plug in? Yes, it
0: does.
1: See, that's it. That's all you need.
0: Yeah,
1: and it's really cool.
0: Like, Hopefully I should be getting it installed this weekend. So yeah, I'm very I'm
1: very stoked to use it. Yeah, because um, who listens to radio anyways? <laughs> well,
2: now that 94YSP y- is gone and it's a, another sports talk st- radio station, which, yeah, we need more of those in Philly, I just almost never listen to my radio. I
1: just have my iPod hooked up, set so to shuffle all, and just – Filter through that. The only thing I listen to remotely related to the radio is Elvis Duran in the morning show. That's all. Aww. That's all I listen to.
0: D one hundred.
1: New York. I used to listen to Elvis Duran. Well, they have. Their...
0: Sometimes I. Sometimes if like if I'm in, driving to work in the morning, and I will admit to this, so anyone, all the haters can just you know they know what to do. But yeah, like I'll flip through the stations. I'll listen to see what every, what everybody's doing in the morning. So. Sometimes, like, if, if uh, Elvis Duran, like, they go off on a topic that I'm interested in, like, I'll just listen, I'll just
1: laugh and laugh. See, they, well, that's why, I got, that's the only reason why I have iHeartRadio on my phone. That's the only reason.
3: Oh.
1: Because they have their own dedicated channel on there.
3: Nice. Yep.
1: And once I pretty, pretty much listen to uh, Elvis Duran, I just go into my playlist of music and just start listening to something, and just go where I gotta go. Nice.
0: So, I'm, I, I'm very excited. It does have an does have an auxiliary port so I can plug my iPod in and or
1: MP3 player of choice.
0: And it does have a new CD player because I still make and I still burn mix CDs for myself, so. But it,
1: but can it play MP3 CDs?
0: Um, hold on. I have the thing right here. Let me see. Um, I know this is totally translating well for the podcast. Let me see what I can let's see. Um um, yeah, I'm guessing it can play MP3 CDs. It can play data CDs. Sweet. And it came, the thing came with a remote. Like it came with like a little remote.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like what am I going to be doing? I'm like, I can reach it. Why would I need a remote? Uh,
2: does it, like, <laughs> does it hook to the steering wheel?
0: Um, I'm not really sure. I don't know if I keep it. Because on I've
2: there. seen models like that where they just, you just put them on the steering wheel. So they're right by either your hand grips, or wherever you put your hands on a wheel. So you don't have to oh. reach and divert your attention from the wheel. Yeah,
0: well, Usually I can do that stuff without taking my eyes off the road. Well, uh,
1: so. Flair, let me ask you this. Go on. You have a two-door or a four-door? Four. And you yeah. have a boyfriend, right? Yes. You can do the math. <laughs> Why else would you need a remote? I hate you. <laughs> hate me all you want, but at the end of the night you could be like, he makes a valid point on that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh,
0: Excuse me, I have
2: to my phone. I turned one of my email alerts to the Botchamania air horns. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> like, did
0: something just fall off of a cliff somewhere?
2: No, 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 no. It's a, uh, it's a running gag in Botchamania. Whenever they do, uh, combat zone wrestling clips. One of the things that, that happens is some, this one guy will try to talk. This guy named Callahan, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. And some fans will blast air horns whenever he tries to speak. And that, <laughs> that pisses like, him off up. so badly.
0: <laughs> nice.
2: But uh, yeah, it's a Botchamania soundboard I downloaded for, oh, uh, cool. for my uh,
1: Android. Nice. Yes, that means you have to become one of us now, Flair. And Android? Yes, trading... Trade trading your iPhone for for Android. That's what all the cool kids are doing. I don't want to. Oh, you're missing out. I'm perfectly fine. Lies.
0: Somehow I get to sleep at night. Somehow I get to sleep at night.
1: <laughs> yes, 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 you do. N- knowing that. Uh, what the hell? Oh. <laughs> Wow uh,
0: couldn't even insult me properly
1: no 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 I got a text from uh Flip, not from, uh, from kudo
0: okay uh, How is Kuro. do we have to put out carrots for her no nah, she won't be
1: she won't be joining us tonight
0: Aww. Aww. Kuro, we miss you we'll
2: see you for the next one Bunny bait no, no. So, so, so there's one candy store near me around Easter time mm-hmm. There's this little thing called bunny bait it's a uh, orange jelly bean jelly beans in a bag shaped like a carrot.
0: Oh, I've seen those. Those
2: That's are pretty cute.
0: Cool. So do your stores have, like, all the Easter candy out now?
2: I haven't worked in a candy store in a long time.
0: Well, I'm just saying, like, if you've ever gone to, like, the supermarket or even, like, CVS or Rite Aid or, like, your local pharmacy, do they have, have you noticed that they have all the Easter candy out now?
1: No, they're too busy with the Valentine's yeah, stuff. Yeah, I saw the Valentine's candy out during the last week of December.
0: Yeah, I saw that too. But some I'm places, one. like, my local stop and shop, they have, they have, like, a, um... They have their Valentine stuff, like in like the seasonal section of the store, and then it's very small, but it's noticeable. There's a small section of um, Easter stuff. Like they already have um, Cadbury mini eggs, they have the oh, mini are, eggs. They, so they're good. selling Peeps.
1: Hanging with my Peeps.
0: Like in my opinion, all... they could sell Peeps all year round, and I'd totally be okay with it.
2: They I do. They peeps. just have them in different shapes. I love like there's. Like, there was pumpkin peeps for the Halloween season. Oh, yeah,
0: and then they have um, they have snowman peeps. They have Christmas peeps. They actually have Valentine's peeps. They're in the shape of hearts.
2: So what you need a to do A couple use... of Walmarts near me had the
1: Valentine's Day stuff even before the New Year was out.
0: Yeah, yeah, same with the the local stop,
1: my local stop and shop. Well, what you need to do now, since you have all these peeps, you need to grab a bunch of them together and do some peep jousting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or I could have a peep show.
1: Hi-ho! Ah! Oh, oh, oh,
0: oh, oh. I think one there's a website. I don't know which one it is, but some people make, like, little Peeps dioramas, and they call it the Peep Show.
1: I think I've heard of like, that.
0: Yeah, they parody, like, they do, like, famous movie scenes and or TV shows or something like that. Like, I think one of them, what I remember seeing was Despicable Peep.
1: hmm It's cute. <laughs> yeah. All right. As for my holiday... How was yours? I went to Jersey. <laughs> oh, I'm Wait, so sorry. Wait, what stalky. part of Jersey? Um... South, um, Down by Six Flags. Oh. Yeah,
2: that's kind of in the nether, region, the nether zone.
1: Yes. <laughs> I I, uh, Mako-chan invited me to her place for the holidays because I had a free pass because my grandmother was going to her sister's house. And since they don't get along too well, that means I didn't have to show up if I didn't want to. So I got a free pass and not to go. was nice. And I brought a friend of mine with me, so we had a good time. Cool. And I got a pretty Good. awesome Christmas gift. What'd, oh, what'd you get? get? Um, it's a very interesting shirt. I, I took a picture of it. It's on my Tumblr. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Yeah, here we go. As I have said, this is one of the best Christmas gifts I've ever gotten. So you guys heard heard of um Astro Boy, right? Yes. Take a take a look at that.
2: Uh, let's... Am I gonna regret? Oh my god! <laughs> where did they get that? This is. A... <laughs> that's really
1: cute.
0: I'm not gonna lie, that's kind of cute.
1: It's a site called RedBalloon. Dot. No, RedButton. Oh, oh.
0: RedBubble. Red
1: RedBubble, yeah.
0: Yeah, they have like a
1: shit ton of cool T-shirt designs. Plus, you know how you know those shirt sites like T Fury and those other sites yeah. where they have one day... If you miss the one-day sales in those sites, if you go to Red to Redbubble, you'll find most likely you'll find a the shirt there. Yes.
2: Afro boy, it's all good. On <laughs> your flight to the hood.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I am so sorry.
1: Sorry, nothing. I think that was pretty Don't damn sorry. Funny. That was pretty. Yeah,
2: damn that that actually reminds me, of like like the late eighties or early nineties. I'd see he's like. Second hand, like Simpsons T-shirts where the Bart would be would be called to be African, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't do, always do it properly like like sometimes it would be his whole head and his skin, but other times just his face and not his hair
1: I, I, really... I used to have a black Bart Simpson shirt growing up, so oh, so you know what I'm talking so, about then and if you look around, you might you can still kind of find them from time to time.
0: Yeah, but I see what you're saying about those, like, T-Fury shirts, like, the designs, like, you know, because you can find them on, up on Redbubble, but there's this one designer. He, this person makes, like, all these really awesome, like, do, like, Angry Birds parody shirts and, like, video game stuff, mm-hmm. and they made a shirt that said, um, Super Sponge, the Super Sponge Brothers, and it's SpongeBob dressed up as Mario, and Patrick is one of the stars.
1: Oy. I actually have a, it's actually really well done. I actually got a couple of stickers from there. One of them is a Thunderbolt to represent um, Rainbow Dash from My Little Pony on Friendship is Magic, which is pretty cool.
0: And also the designer makes a lot of house shirts, so that's pretty cool. I
1: have a house Mario shirt. No.
0: Yeah, I have it. Yeah, I yeah, it's doc- Yeah, I think I got it from Dr. Uh,
1: Mario. From, is like, Dr. From, uh, Dr. TV, right? Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: I think you were the one who showed it to me.
1: I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I, I do have it. I also have um another sticker. It shows um Jake and Elwood wearing Mario and Luigi hats. Oh, in, like, that's respect, cool. Of, uh, super green, blues brothers. Yeah, in respect of green and red uh hat. Nice.
2: God. All I think, not the only thing I can think of is a eight bit is a chip rendition of the Blues Brothers theme.
1: It's probably out there.
2: <laughs> I'll have to look for it after. To... Yeah,
1: okay. the
0: person also made this really awesome shirt design. It's hot cocoa, but it's like Conan O'Brien, like with the hair and like everything in a mug.
1: You hot are cocoa. a you are a Conan O'Brien addict. I he's oh, wow. I find him funny. <laughs> oh,
2: he's he's funny. a lot funnier
1: than Jimmy Fallon. That's not saying much. Then again, I think then again i think my left i'm
0: biased because i like them both so sue me the, th- the thank you notes are pretty funny
1: come on i will sue you. you'll you be here with my lawyer of jew jew and bernstein <laughs> okay <laughs> but then again my left testicle is actually funnier than jimmy fallon
2: again damning with fall, pr- false praise
1: mm. <laughs> shall we take a break and then try to try to can we bring this
0: train back onto the right track? Yeah. If this is
2: a D and D session, you'd be pulling your hair out right now, wouldn't you?
0: Maybe. <laughs> yeah, probably. I think we should.
1: Fine by me. All right. We will be back. <laughs>
4: Mas mi ta
1: vacation a lot of interesting things happened the world exploded do tell well let's start with the big slap in the face or the big shotgun shot i like to call it the fall of bondi bondi entertainment to stop releasing new dvds blu-ray discs and manga they are going to continue to offer their existing releases and shift focusing to licensing in February. It pretty much means that Bondi is no longer picking up any new titles, Whatever if they have in their catalog now, they will continue to distribute and sell until the licenses expire. Faster, long and short of it. Hmm. Oh.
0: Instead, Bondi Entertainment will focus on licensing rights to other companies, particularly in digital distribution, broadcast, and merchandising. The company will be restructured as a result, and most of its contractors and three of its five full-time staff members will be laid off.
1: Seeing the whole digital distribution part there, I just have one thing to say about fucking time, guys. What, are they going to do something like Hulu or Netflix? Probably, but now, when this popped up, the, the first thing that came to mind was everybody was bitching about... Piracy. It's all the bootleggers' fault. It's the fansubbers' fault. It's the piracy. They are to blame. No, they are not. No, they are not. But I'm mostly hearing this from voice actors, which is kind of, like, which is understandable. That I get. Uh, yeah, you see that. Now, from the article that we put together, this is from what I see. The issues with brought Bandai down like this was number one. They were forced. ...to bid on their own Japanese licenses. Number two, their old restructuring system. I mean, 30 bucks for one or two episodes on a DVD.
2: That's almost highway robbery.
1: Sitting on licenses. They've acquired a title, but they will wait months. Which is a given, but they'll wait a little bit longer than normal to get it out. Especially in between volumes. That's the main. Those are the main issues. And seeing how everything is going towards digital distribution, Bondi had like the wait and see aspect. They're just like, eh, it's a phase. It'll pass. Like 3D t- television. Yeah. Okay. Pass. Sure. Okay. I'm
2: not a fan of 3D TV, so I'm not sure that metaphor works. But there, yeah, I. But sitting on the licenses for that long is. it? Doesn't really make that much sense from a business standpoint. Wouldn't. Wouldn't they want to? get those out of the door as quickly as possible and have a turnover on them?
1: Exactly. Because that's what a lot of companies are doing. As soon as a series comes out in Japan, sometimes if it's really popular, a company will pick up the rights while it's still airing, and then when it's done airing in Japan, maybe a month or two after, give or take, you'll see the episodes on DVD here or streaming online. I mean, look at... um, Funimation. They picked up the, on the whole culture aspect right away. And other companies followed suit. They figured out what the deal is. Bond—I just didn't see the forest for the trees. And it's a sad thing, too, especially since Turn A Gundam's not coming out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it, yeah, the Gundam fans are crying.
2: They're losing a, a bunch of their manga titles are, are getting shut down, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, was it 001 or zero zero one Mobile Suit Gundam? Oh, a
0: zero zero one.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's really hard to tell with the uh, n- with the uh, naming sometimes, yeah, especially if yeah, it looks yeah. like weird characters. Also,
0: um, volume seven of Guren Lagann.
2: Uh, the new Tales of the Abyss with the Jade
1: in My Memories. The
0: the lucky the lucky star spinoff and Kanagi and Fugyes Renya.
1: To be perfectly honest, I didn't even know Bandai was printing manga. Oh. I did not know. I. I thought they did. It looks like they did at one time. I just, yeah, I just didn't they, know. I did not know that they, they were doing. Did do the, the manga for Gurren Logan? I guess so. I'm just saying. I just didn't know that they did. Yeah. Because usually when I see a tie like Mobile Suit Gundam or something like that, I'm thinking Viz because Viz was putting out the Gundam um mangas back in the day. Ah, uh, but yeah, it's just
0: a just the uh,
1: the the way things are right now. I'm. I mean. The industry, I mean, even though we're a little niche, it's still getting more or less oversaturated, and it's like so many titles are coming out. And the economy, nobody wants to drop thirty bucks on a DVD with just two episodes. Yeah. I mean, look at um Funimation.
2: Hell, even the VHS has had three or four episodes at least.
1: I remember buying VHS. I remember buying Ronma One Half. I mean, epis the tapes were like twenty nine ninety nine for two episodes, but. Luckily for me, I was working in a video store where I can get them wholesale for twenty bucks.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, and look, I mean, like I said, look at look at um, Funimation. Pick up, you can go to them, drop thirty bucks, but then you practically get ha- like twelve episodes, two DVDs, full chock full of cool stuff. I mean, you can't beat that. Nope. It's just, but what companies
0: are left that are releasing anime DVDs? Like, wow. I don't even. I'm just so far out of. So out of touch with the whole scene that I don't even know who's left.
1: All right, Viz right. is still doing it, but they're distributing through Warner Brothers. Okay, and then Funimation, I guess. Yes, Funimation is still. Um, Manga Entertainment is still around. Okay, so then there is
0: there there is there is subsidiary of
1: Stars. Yeah, and also. Was like five
2: or six of them all together?
1: No, nah, probably. And like, don't forget the spinoffs from ADV, like. Uh, Sentai Filmworks and those companies, and I don't forget, Aniplex USA is also added. They're releasing Magic of and I believe they're also releasing something else. So at least you know they're still putting stuff out. So that means if you haven't picked up your uh, your favorite animes from Bandai yet, you still have a chance. Because I do need to grab my hands on them um, on Cowboy Bebop.
2: Good series, but even if it is played on, on uh, was Adult Swim. Is every now still, and then. Is it still? It, like, rotates in and out a lot. Yeah. But that, that's one of the most common ones, that and Trigun.
1: Yeah. yeah I think is something I think, else I, I I may want to pick up as well. Not that there,
2: there's anything wrong with the series. But, oh, you know, no, no. Oh, no, of
1: course
2: not. You, you want to see some new stuff
1: eventually. Mm-hmm. So, well, you, we, all know that, we all know the fact that Adult Swim doesn't like anime, so it is what it is. Hmm. Is that
0: why they show it at, like, 3 in the morning? Yep. <laughs> Not that I'm up, ever up to watch it, but.
1: And I think they tend to forget there will be people st- staying up that late to watch it. True. All right. Next up, um. Let's see what else happened. Like not even like like a week after about Bondi, we hear about it's, Media Blasters.
0: It's like the trifecta of madness.
1: Very. Media Blasters lays off sixty percent of its staff. They're now, dropping
2: like flies.
1: Now here's something you may not even you may not know. Media Blasters is co- is comprised was formed from a bunch of disgruntled workers from Central Park Media. <laughs> yep. Thus the title Media Blasters. <laughs> Subtle. Very clever. Yes. I did not, I did not realize this till Fanboy told me it's when he worked for them when he was working on Kenshin.
0: That's funny. Oh, I had no idea. That's really funny. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So according to this article, uh, John Cerebella, CEO of North American Anime industry Media Blasters, says that he has laid off most of his employees. Um, the staff has increased from 15 to 5 to 6 regular employees. Wow. Former people will continue to work on a freelance basis, but not everyone's going to be on board for that.
0: It's like when you read the article, like, they like, oh, they laid off sixty percent of their staff. That's terrible. And then it's going, and then you're like, oh, it's, it, the staff is decreasing from fifteen people to like five or six. Mm-hmm. That's
1: That's still a pretty big of, hit. Yeah, it, it is a big hit. Uh, the funny thing is, I always see media blasters at the cons, and it's like, I I was as I was always told, they make their money off their hentai titles, which is why they sell their normal anime dirt cheap. Huh. Right. I mean, hey, if somebody wants, if somebody wants to buy, drop thirty bucks on hentai, let them. I've seen people spend that m- more, much more money than that.
2: Yeah. Did they at least come up with a bunch of d- DVDs, or is it like one or, or like one or maybe two? Because them can get pretty expensive.
1: At that price, you're probably you're pro- if you're walking away from the table with three DVDs or four DVDs, you probably dropped at least a hundred bucks.
2: Yeah. That, that... I buy that.
1: See, a hundred bucks is my um, is it, that's that's my con budget for the whole weekend, you know? Maybe a yes. hundred and fifty, but still.
2: Some people are willing to drop that in one pass Yeah. At a wow.
1: Look, there was a time where I used to drop as much as a grand, but then again, that grand was hotel room, food, travel, all my alls, all all rolled into all the weed. essentials. Yeah. Ooh. But it looks like they're not going to—they're going to continue to release titles, but they just need to just lay, cut down their staff some, so yeah. which is kind of understandable. So, yes. Yeah, so, upcoming
0: planned releases include Blu-ray versions of the action drama anime video Kai? kite kite kite. I knew what, I was gonna—I knew I was gonna mess that up. I apologize.
1: What, that I've out seen out it. It's really 20th. good.
0: That's gonna come out on February 28th, and the entire first season of the Squid Girl comedy anime on March 13th.
1: I would actually pick out Kite, Kite. Uh, GTO, and Rikkyo. I saw Rikkyo a long time ago. It, it's a very bloody violet. It's a, not violet. Rikkyo? Yeah, it's very bloody. Bloody on the long lines of kind of disgusting, but just wow.
2: It gets to the point where it's almost funny. No.
1: No.
2: No. Not quite in bloody what? hilarious territory yet. Yeah,
1: it, it stops being funny when the guy's getting his ass pummeled in into a meat grinder, and you see the meat grind. You oh. see it coming out on the other side of the grinder. Ow. Yeah. And well, you
2: the- see a little. Oh, well, it would get funny again if a little. If after it was all done, a little, a little toothpick with a little card on it fell out of it and it said, and said for sale, ground beef, like ninety-three slash 7.
1: True, but the thing is but it's not that while it's going through the grinder you see blood squirting and flying all over the damn place Yeah Sounds like a fun filled movie for the whole family Things you should not watch (laughs) when you're like 19 or 20 I suppose, maybe I think I was younger when I saw it, I think I might have been 16 or 17
0: (laughs) I thought you were going to be like 6
1: no, but Ricky <laughs> O is pretty probably damn old. I wouldn't be it would probably come out when you were six. <laughs> Alright, and now for the trifecta, which is the third part. Funimation sues 80 Vision, Sentai and others for eight million dollars. Eight million dollars.
2: Why are they doing this again? Okay. Is it another yeah, frivolous lawsuit it's, or do they it have looks a legitimate like it's
0: really complicated, oh, But I'm sure Rama has the has the explanation. He can break
1: it down. Okay, I will read most of this article, and I'll try to explain it the best that I can. Funimation has filed a lawsuit in District Court of Harris County, Texas against John Ledford, as well as the companies involved, which is AD Vision, Acer Holdings, Section 23 Films, Valkyrie Media Partners, Seraphim Studios, Sentai Filmworks, Sentai Holdings, and Unigel Mystica Holdings, known as Switchblade Pictures. And all of those were once ADV Films, just broken up into little bits and pieces for breach of contract and other claims. Left for the CEO and co-founder of AD Vision, <sighs> Okay. In the lawsuit, Funimation claims that the defendants owe Funimation an amount to be proven at trial, but currently estimated to be about $8 million, plus interest, costs, and attorney fees. Damn. The, it, the long and short of it is where I can see that Funimation became a creditor, ADV, in a debt owned by another company. And what happened was when ADV lost the rights to, to like, to some, to their titles, Funimation, um, and another company called Arm Corporation reached a, an agreement to acquire those properties. And pretty much since they owed, um, Arm Corporation, ADV, uh, Funimation picked up on that debt. And They said, "Well, we'll take the titles. We will handle the debt. We'll take it from here." So that's pretty much, what I can see, uh, the long and short of it. Because ADV didn't pay the debt, so <sighs> but from my also understand on this is that this is something that I learned from, from 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 Fanboy. If you own a company and you dissolve that company and form something new, you are not liable for the debts incurred by that company. Like mm-hmm. back taxes and stuff like that. That's pretty much what what it is, Funimation is going after ADV and John Ledford for money owed, but John Ledford's going to say that there is no more ADV films. The company has been dissolved into different companies. We don't, which owe they are not responsible. We don't owe you that money, but the fact that Funimation called out the companies that was that was that that, that ADV dissolved into, you may have something there. That's pretty much what's going on.
0: Okay. They claim that the companies did not exist when Funimation acquired the rights from A R from A R M to enforce ADV's contract with A R M. In addition, the companies claim that Funimation's lawsuit was filed after the two-year statute of limitations, and that Funimation was not involved with the original contract and cannot claim any direct damages. First pre-trial hearing is currently scheduled for October 5th, 2012.
1: See that—that's what it is. See now if they didn't. Put down John Ledford, the suit probably would not have any merit because you' you're suing companies that no longer is, exist but if you're suing someone that's connected that's, that has a relation, then there you go and, and I see the and I'm looking at the I'm looking at the link off of a and n I am not going into that for into that thread just to see I did go in there earlier when the article first popped up, and everyone is blaming Funimation. It's fun, Funimation is becoming like the EA of the anime industry, but I'm like, that can't be. We like Funimation, we don't like EA, and they're saying it's not fair that Funimation is doing this and doing that. It may not be fair, but when it comes to business, you have to protect your assets and do what you have to do. If this is something that has to be done, so be it. Well, and if there is a if there is an issue to put if you're going to point fingers, point fingers at ADV Films. That like, somehow they're the ones. that it all started with them. So, so what do you guys think, on, t- think and take on this?
2: Uh, well, <clears throat> you know, Funimation doesn't put out the same, the same series every year and expect, and just change one or two things and expect you, everyone to buy it all over again. You know, like they do with Madden. So <laughs> there's, there's another way the EA is Funimation metaphor kind of breaks down. Mhm. Or maybe it's my me pissed off at Madden. P- pissed off at e a after you mentioned it i, creeping into I my I, judgment
1: i hey that's fair as fair fair territory to me okay
2: what about you flair um Thought oh, we lost flair
0: no no i'm still here i'm still here i just i don't know like i really don't know what i really don't know what to make of it i just think it's i just
1: think it's ridiculous mm, it is it is all right let's what? It's, it, you know, it's just business. That's all it is. It's just it's n- nothing personal. It's strictly business. Now I finally got around to watching the live-action Ronin One Half.
2: Oh, what did you think of it? It was
1: great. I loved it. And I'm not saying it because I am a big fan of Ronin One Half. I'm just saying I just loved it. It was it was great. Pretty much, they explained the whole. Story of Ron Minakane within like five minutes, and they added another storyline that happened in the anime much later.
2: Yeah, you know, that makes sense. If it's for the fans, they shouldn't have to spend too much time on a backstory. Uh, did, it's stuff they mostly know.
1: Yeah, but that's because they kept it basic. You had Ron Minakane, Nintendos, Kuno, and and vice and a, and a new character, the vice principal. So. It's pretty much, it's the same st- story about Ron and Akane, except that the Tendos are in charge of protecting the Nanichon, which is Japanese water, spring or drowned man. And it, it, it carries in the family. And, and Ron was told, you marry Akane, you have access to the water. And he's like, okay. But he's not the only one looking for this spring. And it just gets kind of crazy from that point on. I'm thinking about actually re- rewatching it.
2: Didn't Rama's backstory involved around him being forced into, some, into a whole bunch of arranged marriages.
1: That, as the story progresses, as, as the anime and the manga progressed, yes, but that did not, um, that, that doesn't come into play in in this. It's just huh. the basic engagement. And you also find out that in the series, Rama learns a fireball attack. He learns this, if I'm not mistaken, from. Cologne, who is Shampoo's great-grandmother in the live-action series, he learned this from his father more or less. And his father is not as lazy and neither is, is soon. Pretty much everyone that grew up in that neighborhood are all martial artists, so you know how to fight, which is kind of interesting.
2: Oh, the crime rate would certainly non-existent in that neighborhood.
1: Pretty much. The um, Tendo, to... the the two Tendo sisters, Nabiki and Kasumi, are older, as in a little bit older. I think Nabiki is like 18, and Kasumi is probably like 21, because you find out Nabiki is a manager of a local karaoke bar. Huh? <laughs> hmm. Like, you can't have. I guess you can't have a 17-year-old running it, you know? But it is what it is. And they made a slight change where Dr. Tofu is a school nurse, which is I I think it's pretty cool how they incorporated that.
2: At least he's not dressing up in a stereotypical nurse uniform.
1: No. Is he? No. no, no. He's dressed like his normal self, like his normal gi with a lab coat on top. Huh. And they did change Ronma's outfit slightly, whereas he normally, like in in the anime, he wears a normal red tunic with yellow frog frog ties. In this, it's a regular traditional red Chinese top with with like the pat with the black patterns and the and the frog ties on there. No tuft of hair in the front to represent like his giant um his curl. It's just a normal hairstyle and a much longer ponytail. Oh. Which is something I could probably easily pull off. And he walks around with a canteen of water around his waist, which is understandable. <laughs> and you don't see his belt unless he's in his female form. Hmm. That's like the belt holds up. I get the belt holds up his pants, but when he's in his female form, the belt comes out, which like you, how he wears it normally in the in the manga and the anime to hold up um like his pants and his and his shirt together. Oh. I mean, they they did leave it open where you could where if they were to do a continuation story, it's plausible, but they'd have to make some changes around like. In the live-action special, um, Kuno and Ranma are in a fight, which causes Akane to lose her hair, whereas before it was Ranma and Ryoga. That's one of the minor things I noticed. And the way they laid it out, it's like, if you were completely new to the series, you could sit there and watch it, and you'd understand what's going on without without someone having to tell you, well, it happened this way, it happened that way.
2: It's a distillation of the source material.
1: Yes, which is what I liked, because if it was a a straight manga adaptation, like point for point, I probably would have been a little bit disappointed.
2: Probably would have been like nine hours long, too.
1: Actually, no. It probably would have just been just as long, but you would have Ryoga running around and this and that. And like, well, I don't think you really need that. So I, I, overall, I gave it an 8.5 out of 10. It's just a a little minor detailing stuff that that I picked up on, you know. It is coming out on Blu-ray in March, and most likely I will be picking it up, which is why I'm also thankful that my PS3 is region-free. Okay, now, next up, KatoriCon.
2: Oh, yes. I'll have my review up on the site by the end of the week, most most likely. That's cool. I just, you know, life's been getting in the way, I've been pretty busy.
1: Mm-hmm, I understand.
2: But, uh, you want me to start? Go for it. Well, the first day, I was, like, I learned that I'd been moved to a nearby high school, Pittman High School, mm-hmm. when I got to Gloucester County College and tried to figure out where everything was. Which, I was get, getting off from work at the time, so, yeah, I figured, oh, I'll start. It should probably be already going over there. No, I had to wait for like two and a half hours for the concert to begin.
1: Mm. How was the concert?
2: It was not bad. It was a variety show. There was, it was like a handful of different acts. Um, this one husband and wife combo yeah. who uh, practice who does a samurai sword demo- demonstrations. They're based out of Iowa, I believe. Mhm. They were on there and they, they did some pretty incredible things with their uh, swordsmanship. Uh, plus two comedy did a bit for about 10 minutes um uncle yo is hosting the whole thing that's good um I, I know we've met i know i met the guy before but i don't think you remember me the last time it,
1: it happened
2: yeah. and of course i shine was the closing act and they tore the house down
1: that was good.
2: i got i got to meet johnny young Bosch too yeah Woo. yeah i got a picture taken with him my phone's He's... batteries were dead so he don't. So I had to get my picture with him taken on my 3ds, which is the only thing I had with a working battery.
0: Hey, whatever works.
2: Yeah, you know, not sure how it'll look on a non-3d device, but another thing I noticed, like I've I've got like half a head on the man, which I, I find <laughs> weird because like I'm like looking at him like like at eye level, it's like I see the top of his head. I'm like like I'm like oh that's him. I'm like oh that's him. Uh maybe it was because growing up he you know, saw him as one of the Power Rangers and it, they always came off as, you know, larger than life and all of that. But yeah. I you know, it was chat with him a little bit. He was a pretty cool guy.
1: Yeah, I, I I attended his panel on set, on Saturday. It was pretty cool and I recorded it and it's online. I thought you had to speak to him briefly. I, I wanted t- to um my my roommate Ty is a big Jiang Bosch fan. And and I and mind you I didn't think to bring my my 360 D, my 360 games from the sign like Devil May Cry 4, Infinite Undiscovery and um, Transformers War for Cybertron. He did the voices and, and he also did Nero and DMC 4. But mm-hmm. um I didn't think to bring those, but um, I wanted to record him giving Ty like a little message, like "Hi, how are you?" and stuff like that, because she met him at Animazement years ago, and she was like the only person to show up with Power Ranger stuff for him to sign. Huh? He was like, yes, oh, I this. didn't want to
2: reach the top the subject with, because I wasn't sure, you know, how like how those kind of people felt with like older stuff like that. I no, know he,
1: he talked about he he explained how he got into um how how he ended up trying out and auditioning and becoming part of the team and stuff
2: i know a couple of rain of former rangers you know despise the time i work with them. i think uh one of the biggest ones is a uh, amy joe johnson what about her that she hates you know the fact she was on power rangers
1: well it is what it I mean,
2: is. that's just rumors i guess you you know she, which one she was right yeah she was a pink, yeah, she's
1: the pink one
2: yeah kimberly but uh like i said i'm not certain with that so i don't want to it's not like I'm spreading any kind of what are you
0: going to you know what are you going
2: to
0: do? You got to start somewhere.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also met a steward Zigant on a like like the, the day afterward. He's know when I can you know Professor Oak from Pokémon.
1: Yeah. You know what would have been cool if you had gotten your picture with him as when you were It would have been awesome if you if you had your 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 G1 Ash cosplay and you got your picture with with him. That would have mm-hmm. been pretty cool. That's I will cool. say this,
2: though. He is actually dressed up as Professor Oak when he did his panel.
1: That's cool.
2: And he actually talked about now this a comedy group un, like under what I think it is or he did a PSA in character as Professor Oak about Pokemon and tall grass.
3: <laughs>
2: and he said it was a lot of fun. That does sound pretty cool. And then he's another short and I have like almost a whole head on the guy. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm only like Six one, six two. I I can't be this much taller than these people. Yeah. Oh, she also said he also said he loved working with the other original cast like Veronica Taylor, Rachel Ellis, and all them. Aww. He said it was a blast. Okay. Yeah, I saw the whole plus two meet the plus two comedy set. I
1: I did see it. That was pretty cool. Uh, I first time I ever That's heard you were of
2: there right next to me. Yep.
1: Yeah. And the masquerade was was different. I think it was like what four skits. And they were going to announce the winners online. Why? That seems so wasteful. I guess. But they didn't even announce judges or anything like that. I guess they, just, they were going to, I guess he decided to do things differently. And I, I, that was the first time I actually listened to iShine. And I'm like, that he, he can rock. I, yeah. I, it
2: makes me want to go, you know, find his stuff or maybe like order a couple of CDs. Cause I felt kind of lost, you know, listening to him. Cause I'm, not sure like this song is like bigger than this song like this one their their biggest hit.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That's why I don't like. That's why i like really like hesitant about going to concerts because because I'm not really as really deep into their fan, the band's history as you know some people I might might want to go you know, go with them. Mhm. So you know I just feel out of place and you know, like looking around like huh you know, like Grant the music was was good and all but uh. I still feel like I should have,
1: boned up on my knowledge before going in. It happens, and listening to his music, I mean, I have to say his music reminds me a Blink One Eighty Two and All American Rejects. Ooh. Interesting combination. Interesting.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't there. I was only there for a couple
1: hours after work. That's cool. I mean, me, I actually. I didn't think I did not realize how much of a schlep it was to get out to a con like this. I can't remember the last time I had to make special arrangements just to get to a convention. What it is was at the end of at, on GobbleCon Sunday, I ran into some other girls I had took pictures of, and I handed them their card. One of them, who's now become my official stalker, she mm. runs a site called RoyalNerd.com, and they're up in Rockland County, and they were going. So through proper planning and timing, I was able to catch a ride with them out of Jersey to make my way down and back. I did not like the fact that I had to be up at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning, but...
2: No one does.
1: But, eh, it is what it is.
2: Wait, what part of Jersey are we staying at?
1: You mean for to catch-my-ride?
2: Yeah, like... Fort Lee. Said it... Oh, yeah, it's i'm not familiar
1: with that area and i i told them to meet me there is a uh there's a um i told them where and there's a burger king on the corner i get over there and i look over and i look over and um the burger king had become a verizon wireless and i'm like when the hell did that happen hold on one second Hmm? it became a verizon wireless and i'm like wait what the hell and I and I text her and I'm like, here's my address. And they show up like two minutes later. And as we're driving, there's the other, there's another Burger King down the road, and they thought I meant that one. Oh.
3: Like,
1: I I didn't know this happened, you know. I mean, for a college-based convention, it was it was it was nice. I mean, I liked it a lot better than Castle Point in a way, because it, it didn't seem as disorganized. I mean, there was actual large signs denotating where everything was so that worked great for me.
2: Yeah, that was kind of novel.
1: Mhm.
2: Of course I as I was walking around I did hear a lot of murmuring from like security and like maintenance staff about you know the kind of people wandering around. But it, uh, you know, it's that's it nothing out of the
1: ordinary. It happens. But um I'll definitely go back next year. It was pretty good for a small time con and a and a great way to kick off the 2012 convention season for me and a pretty good 102nd convention. I can't believe I've gone to 102 cons.
2: Neither can I. Ow.
1: Yeah, I am a certified con whore. <laughs> Damn. Alright, so is there anything else we have to cover?
3: Um,
1: nothing that I know of. Alright. Well, Why don't we just take a break and, like, and, start, and start to wrap things up. Oh, it sounds
0: sure good sounds good to me
1: all right we'll be back <laughs> Podcasts, and would like to support them. Check out some of our independent podcasting friends. Check out Orange Owls Radio at orangeowlsradio.com where they discuss video games, gamer culture, and lifestyle with Sky, Dark Soccer, and Loki. Listen live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific on allgamesradio.com. And right before them is the Bobby Blackwolf Show at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Video games and gamer talk at bobbyblackwolf.com Podcasts every week. If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Horde House with Skye and Exifer weekly at hordehouse.com. If you want more of a female perspective of what we do, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sister and Pandalicious at electricsisterhood.com. If that's too long, check out the shortcut at esh.co, and they have new shows every single week. If you prefer geek, pop culture, sci-fi, and the general frickin' brash of that, you may want to check out Brad over at popculture.net and the entire Geek Culture Network. Check them out are also available on iTunes oh not bad for our episode coming back
2: yeah not bad at all cool. good way to start the new year
1: mhm and all the stuff to talk about yep and I think next podcast we should do our our cons in review like or the best of cons of 20, 2011 what to go which ones to go to which ones to avoid you know Mm-hmm. Works for me. But anywho, let's see here we go. If you like what you heard, by all means tell two people. They in turn will tell two more people. They may not like what you have to say, but at least we'll have some listeners. So check can... us. <laughs> well, it is true though. It is true. And well, check us out at animejamsession.com. We have some more information posting up there. We are in. We're trying to get more information posted best that we can, but. Sometimes we don't get all the greatest and latest news, but we can always do something, right? Right. But um, if you have any questions about the podcast, any information, comments, complaints, send them to podcast@animajamsession.com. We'll gladly take your, your we'll gladly take your uh, email and read it live on the air. Ooh. Worst case, in our live recording.
2: Hm. Nice. That should be fun. hmm
1: Can't wait. Damn right. So check us out at Podcast.net, Podcast.com, Podcast Podcast Alley, Yahoo Podcast, Zoom Marketplace, and ever-popular iTunes. If you find us on iTunes, give us a five-star review. If you like it, just let us know. We'll also read that online on our podcast. And check us out on YouTube.com. Check us out at Anime Jam Session TV, where we'll have a lot of mini interviews and clips and other cool stuff. But if you want to see, like, full made shows full masquerades and full concerts, check us out at YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session. That's where we're going to put all of our new, all of our extended videos there, for as long as we have that ability to do so. But um, if you want to check out some of the stuff that we do when we're not contributing to the website, you can check us out at YouTube.com slash DJ Ron S for me, YouTube.com slash Tiger Chick Chibi, Tiger with a Y. Uh, youtube.com slash sailorflare at youtube.com slash re22682 and check out our twitter twitter.com slash anime jam session follow this if you want to know what's going on when we're posting stuff when things go online, any changes to the website, any issues with podcasting all the cool know-how but if you want to follow our craziness and our chaoticness and our psychoticness you can find me at twitter.com slash s you can find Kura over at Kuro Usagi-chan you can find Sailor Flair over at Make It Epic and you can find Ari over at the Ari Man. And check out our official Facebook fan page. Right now we are up to <laughs> 691. Awesome. Neato. I think we'll hit we'll definitely hit a thousand by the end of the year, which is pretty cool. Nice.
2: Sooner, hopefully.
1: Definitely. Hopefully sooner, maybe like by April or May. I like the sound of that too. I'm optimistic. Sweet. So, um, check out our official Facebook page where we'll post anything in regards to the website, our podcast, photos, videos. If you saw us at a con, that's where you'll find your convention pictures over at Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. And I also have my own personal Facebook fan page. You can find me over at Facebook.com slash DJ Ron I will be posting about up videos that are going up, some random thoughts here and there, and some other cool stuff. And Kuro, you can find her at Facebook.com slash Chibi Kuro Usagi. She's a little bit more vocal than I am, so be careful. <laughs> And check out Disen Radio at com, where we will be doing our Anime Jam Session radio stream. Uh, I believe every other Saturday from four until midnight. So come on by and listen a little and enjoy it and enjoy the music. I don't know what this week's theme will be, but it'll be something pretty cool. So, do we have anything else here to cover? No, I'm tapped out. Okay. Flair.
0: Yeah. I'm um, just wishing our listeners very happy new year and all the best in 2012. Let's hope the Mayans are wrong.
2: Mhm. They will be.
1: <laughs> I I think 2012 is going to start is going to start off on a good foot so far. So let's see where the rest of the year takes us. I certainly hope so. Damn right. See you next year in 2013. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I I see what you did there so <laughs> so it's time for uh, it's time for us to get up and out of here. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Sailor Flair. Good night, everybody. Good night.
2: See you later.
1: Say good night, Flair.
0: This podcast is a joint production of DJ Rama S, Kuro Usagi, and me, Sailor Flair. Please note that no fanboys or fangirls were harmed in the making of this episode. This time. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and DisingenuousRadio.com.